The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us today on this final episode of this week. And we hope you had a great week and hope you're looking forward uh, to a great weekend together. If you're local, uh, we invite you. If you're local to Baker in Bakersfield, California, we invite you to our service Sunday morning. We have the adult Bible study and the kids in the school time at 9 o'clock and then our worship service at 10.30 in the morning. We'd love to have you join us. If you do not have a church, uh, if you're just looking for a great place to worship, If you're following along in Scripture this morning, we are in Matthew chapter 17. And we're going to jump into, uh, ultimately get to a verse that's probably one of the more popular uh, phrases and thoughts, and for good reason, because it's an absolutely powerful truth. I'm actually going to jump ahead and read the verse so we get a bit of the understanding, you know, the thought we're looking at, and then we can look at the context to see how we get there. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus is speaking to his disciples And he says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And so the first thing we see here uh, in the passage is that's the context. You're looking ahead. Um, Actually, that's not the one I was looking for. Um, Let's go back. I don't know. I I went went too far. Verse 20. Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from there. And it will move, and nothing will be impossible unto you. So that's really what I was getting to. Uh, the fasting is how we kind of get there. But that's the premise he's looking at was if you have faith like the mustard seed. Now, we know mustard seed is the smallest seed out there, and yet these trees become huge, and the Bible says that the birds uh, nest in these trees. And you look at this, and you see how is it that what he considers this great faith, such a small thing, how can it be something so powerful? we got to go back and look at some of the context of what he's teaching. So let's go back to verse 14, Matthew 17, verse 14. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and, and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and cast him out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. So Jesus, catch this, Jesus is coming down from what we call the Mount of Transfiguration. We just talked about that yesterday, that Peter, James, and John were able to see Jesus in his true nature. And the whole story up there, they come off out the mountain. Don't find it surprising that when you come off what we call a spiritual mountain where God has done great things in your life, don't find it surprising when sometimes the moment you come down from that day, that service, that working in God's life, that answered prayer, that Satan's going to hit you head on. That's what happens. He comes down, bumps right into a demon-possessed boy uh, and something where his disciples were unable to deal with this. So don't be surprised when you've had some great victories in your life that Satan's not going to come right back and try to get you. And he will, and he will over and over and over again. So don't, don't get discouraged. Sometimes we say, well, maybe this wasn't real. Maybe I failed. No, Satan's going to do everything he can to get you at right after your highest point because he, does, he doesn't want you to enjoy the victory. He wants you to be pulled down by that defeat. And so that's something to look at in that great principle. But he comes and he meets, and the disciples were unable to cast him out. And remember, the disciples had been given the spiritual authority and power to do this. So it was even as surprising to them, as we'll see. So now we go to verse 17. Jesus answered and said, 
Verse 16, I'm sorry. So I brought him to your disciples. They could not cure him. Jesus answered and said, O faith, it's a perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And he rebuked the demon and cast him out. Verse 19, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Speaking of the demon. Then Jesus said to him, Because of your unbelief. For surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So the question comes, he's like, we have the ability, we can do this, we've been promised, but why could we not do it in this spot? Jesus immediately says, because of your unbelief. You could not do it because you just didn't believe you could. Because he, And here's what he points. He's not saying, okay, this is the problem, now have faith. What he's saying is, you couldn't do it because you're in belief, because I'm telling you that if you had faith, just as strong as a mustard seed you could do this so to an extent he's rebuking them he's saying i've told you, you can do this you've seen the gifts you can do now you couldn't why couldn't you because if you're unbelief because frankly small enough faith like a mustard seed would allow you to do this but you can't do it so i'm telling you that it's because of your unbelief so while there's a great promise in that verse there's a bit of rebuke at the beginning you should be able to do this but then he says in verse 21 however this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now he's talking about the demon going out, this kind of faith as well. And simple principle is this, that uh, we can have faith, but the kind of faith that develops that kind of belief that makes us go out in reckless faith and do what God wants us to do, that kind of faith, um, that kind of faith requires, he says here, prayer and fasting. It requires some intimate time with God. It requires some serious time with God. It requires time that you are going to set aside. And it literally says prayer and fasting. So it comes out, obviously, you've got the aspect of prayer. Uh, when you go down to fasting, now, uh, as we've mentioned before, it's just begging and pleading. This is just spending time with God. We can go back to Jacob at one night. He found himself wrestling with an angel, I believe wrestling with Jesus in a Christophany. And as he's wrestling with him, he was there all night long. There are going to be times in your life when, can we say in this case, the demon, whatever it is, the thing in your life that is overwhelming you and is beating you up, um, this, this, this situation was a demon-possessed boy, in a situation you can't seem to get victory over, there's going to be things that's going to just require more time in prayer with God. Just seriousness. You might have to fast. Now, I've been asked the question throughout the years, what is fasting? The general answer is skipping food. I'm uh, skipping meals. Some would say skipping just a certain meal of the day. Some would say skipping eating the entire day. Uh, most people would go back to just, you know, getting up and going to bed without eating. Um, the tricky, I would only say the tricky part with that one is some people that would not be good physically, diabetics and things of that nature. Fasting is simply giving up something that is right for me to do. A pleasure, a simplicity, something, entertainment or something that is right for me to have. It's not a sin. It's not a problem. And I choose I'm not obligated, but I choose to give that up for the purpose. And I don't just give it up. I give it up, and then I spend time in prayer. I spend time with God. Because the event, the thing that's on my mind, this situation that I'm asking God to move in is more important. It's important enough for me to sacrifice something to see God move. It could be the salvation of a loved one. It could be um, something at work. It could be a financial circumstance. It could be something in our minds. And it will take some time just getting alone with God. But I can tell you, when you do this, there's a powerful tool, tool because when you start getting 
getting closer to God. You know what it does is it gives you a belief that God's heard you. You know this, but there's something about that time with God. There's something about that sacrifice that goes back to the beginning where he says you could not do this because you've been belief. It establishes a stronger belief in your life because you're willing to do this. So yes, there are times in life where we are going to have to sacrifice and be more, more aggressive in our prayer as we want to see God work. He said this here, and it's not the first time God's talked about fasting. Maybe consider this. Maybe there's something in your life right now where you just need to say, I'm going to give up something. I'm just going to spend some time praying. Now, people said, how long? I, you know, Jesus went 40 days. Uh, I've heard other people say, I've gone five, six, seven days. That's going to be depending on what God lays upon your heart. Most people say it's, you know, a, a one day or skipping lunch for a few days. I would say this. I wouldn't be as consumed about how long it is as I would just pray until God gives you peace. Do you believe that you spent the time that God wants you to there? And uh, then you move on with your life. And that's going to change for person to person. I would maybe just start with one meal, maybe start with one day. But I would encourage you, if there's something in your life, to not, not skip this great truth that God has told us in his word. is one of the more effectual ways to, to meet with God, to learn from God, and to see God move and to help us to have this amazing faith. Thanks again for joining us today on this Friday, giving me a few day, uh, a few minutes to be part of your day. Greatly appreciate it. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have a, a great time just for rest. If you're local, we look forward to worshiping with you on Sunday and then coming back here next week and continuing the Word of God. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.